This is a WKYT podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Conversations with Victor and Andrea. I'm going to keep this intro fairly short. Uh, Andrea had to step off to anchor a newscast, but she will be back for the main conversation. Today, we're talking to a friend of mine, Benito Sorino. He is a comic book author. He's a podcaster. Um, he's just kind of a, a jack of all trades. He's also very good at trivia. If he's ever out, um, I feel like he's got an 80 to 90% chance of bringing home the bacon that night. But he is going to talk with us about Kentucky folklore and legends and uh, cryptids. If you know me, you know I, I, I'm a big monster fan. So Kentucky-based monsters is something we get into. We break this up into two different parts. This week we're going to talk about um, monsters. And then next week we really get into some well-known Kentucky ghosts. So here is the first part of our conversation with Benito. He's written some comic books that I've read. Uh-huh. So to me, that's a big deal. <laughs> the Tick, you know the Tick? Yeah. That's like he, yeah, he wrote the Tick comic book. You 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 stopped. Ta- <laughs> I feel like you weren't expecting me to I say yes. Miss, yes <laughs> You're like what? You know something? Yeah. I was like, you know that? Well, I was just so ready for you to be like, no, I don't know what you're talking about, and then I'd have to explain it. And then you said, yeah, oh. Okay, well, All right, cool. this is one of those times where I think we've started, or we're going to start now, because we're going. We're All right, going. yes, we we're are cooking. going. We're cooking, we're rolling. We are uh, joined today by a friend of mine whose professional life uh, crosses over somewhat perfectly for Halloween in our, our spooky series of podcasts. <laughs> I don't know mm-hmm. why that cracked me up. Uh, joined today by Mr. Benito Sereno. Did I pronounce it properly? Sereno, uh, yeah. Sereno, yeah. there so we go. So that would be no. Well, you did not. Sereno, <laughs> It was close, though. I never, I never use his last name, so, you know. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. Um, now, are you originally from Kentucky? Uh, no. I'm, uh, I moved here in 2003. And okay. I've here. I've, but I've lived in Kentucky longer than I've lived anywhere, so there you I, go. I consider myself a Kentucky boy. So at this point, I a like Kentuckian. Yeah. So um, because this is a podcast, you all can't see his shirt, but oh, yeah. it kind of encapsulates what we're going to be talking about today. His shirt has Mammoth Cave Creature and a drawing of the Mammoth Cave Creature, I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the thing about this one, though, actually, uh, the Mammoth Cave Creature is a deliberate hoax, whereas what? the other ones I'll be talking about are like authentic legends, like not mm. necessarily like they're real, but they're they're real legends, you yes. know, whereas this was a, um, a hoax by, I would suspect, uh, Whit Hyler, but certainly, certainly by somebody at Kentucky for Kentucky. Um, it was on Instagram. They took, uh, footage from, I think, uh, deleted scenes from maybe Pacific Rim or, or something. Was it, it was Cloverfield or Pacific Rim or something yeah, like that. One of, one of like those. A little creature. And it's this, like, it looks like a giant, like enormous wood louse or something. And they made <laughs> the footage look like it says like live from the mammoth cave this creature was oh my god and uh yeah they had this shirt on sale for like five dollars i remember seeing that and people being freaked out i don't know what it it looks like davy jones's face from pirates of the caribbean (laughs) and then maybe a lobster body yeah something like that see in case people don't know what a louse is because i don't (laughs) so I wanted to make sure and dumb it down for some of our <laughs> listeners that listen for me. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll, I'll show you that video later on, Andrew. Okay. And you'll be freaked out. <laughs> but today we're going to talk about, uh, so Kentucky legends that um, I guess uh, some of these I've heard of, some of these I haven't. You know, I feel like Kentucky is reputed to be 
a very haunted state. Like there is a lot of supernatural stuff going on in the bluegrass. Mm -hmm. Do you have like a favorite that you want to start with or maybe like ease into this? Um, I thought maybe we could start talking about like probably the most famous um, Kentucky legends. Um, There are two that I think most people, if they know any um, from outside the state, the two they would know would be um, the Hopkinsville Goblins. Do you know that one, Victor? I I have heard of it before, but I don't know anything surrounding it. Yeah, okay. Um, It's one of the more famous uh, cases of uh, UFO contact, alien contact. So they're called the Hopkinsville Goblins. They're also called the Kelly Greenmen because um, I think the people who witnessed the event, experienced the event, are actually from Kelly, but they went to the like the sheriff's office in Hopkinsville. And and so, so it was reported from Hopkinsville. Yeah, right. So this um, was something that was actually reported. Yes, yes, for sure. This was um, August 21st, 1955. Um, and so there were 12 people, I think the Sutton family, and then they had some visitors at their home. Uh, they reported being attacked by little men, not green men, although that came to be associated <laughs> with the story. They were called green men just because that's the generic term for aliens, right? Um, but they surrounded the house, and they were peering in the windows, um, making noises and, and such. And they were described as looking like uh, short and monkey-like with long arms and webbed hands with talons, large, bright, offset eyes, and pointed ears. And so you can see where they got the description of calling them uh, goblins. Goblins, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh. And there was a gunfight. <laughs> Hell <laughs> yes! Goblins and gunfights. Let's yeah. go! Um, was there alcohol involved? Um, possibly. Moonshine, baby. Moonshine. Um, but uh, so they had a shotgun and a pistol, and they f- tried to fight off the uh, the goblins. And then when they went to report it to the police, with they had tw- you know twelve witnesses for this. And so that's a lot um, of good witnesses. When they came when they came back, they checked. They found no evidence of uh, prints or tracks by the aliens. But they did find um, evidence of uh, bullets hitting the ground. <laughs> Where they just been that firing like crazy. So yeah. they did. Shoot at something. Yeah, <laughs> they definitely shot at something, and there was definitely evidence of uh, gunfire from inside the house. Um, it's been explained in various ways that either it's you know it's a full-on hoax, or there was a meteor shower and they were confused about lights in the sky. But um, the I think the most common explanation is what they saw were uh, great horned owls, which would explain oh, like the, kind horns. of the horns. Yeah, they the saw the silhouettes or something. But nonetheless, it's one of the most famous. Um, UFO encounters and uh, they celebrate still um, annually in August and they have uh, little green men days in Kelly they have a little festival every year where people do alien themed things I think that I could unintentionally um, report something like this yes because (laughs) one of my first times on the lake with Mr. X who we've mentioned before there was a goose or some geese on the water and I go oh look a swan (laughs) (laughs) And his mom and dad, it was the first time I met them, and they were just like, like boy, bless your heart. It's really very bright. <laughs> wow, well done. Well done. <laughs> you really found you a good one. <laughs> well, look what you brought us. Yeah. Uh, oh, all right. my gosh. So, so that legend was strong enough that it has now led to a, uh, you know, in Powell County, they've got the Corn Festival, but apparently there they've got the, the Goblin. Yeah. So yeah. all 12 people that talked about this were together, right? Yeah, yeah. See, they were all in one house, I think. I feel like when you're going to debunk something, you need to have multiple accounts that yeah. don't know each other and yeah. have no idea that someone else saw what you saw. Yeah, you definitely can have, a, like, a, a 
mass hysteria feeding on each other. You know, if you yeah. say, oh, I look, saw, I, I saw, saw this, and then, yeah, exactly. Exactly. They need yeah. to be independent from each other. Right. Um, let's see. The other one that I think is probably the most famous that uh, is more of a monster rather than uh, an alien um, is the Pope Lick monster. I have heard of that yeah, one. Yeah, you know that Pope Lick monster? And yesterday, actually, I was wearing my Pope Lick monster t-shirt. Um, but Where I sw- do you come across these things? I already uh, know this one. Where did yeah, the Pope well, Lick one come from? The Pope Lick monster shirt came from um, a company called Y Kentucky, W-H-Y Kentucky. Um, I don't know if they're still around it, but I've I've seen someone else with the shirt, so I know someone else has it. <laughs> so more so, uh, they've sold it. at least yeah. two. So it's got like um, it's got like so the Pope Lick monster is he's a goat man, and so I've it's got um, it's got a figure of him, and then it says across the top it says Goat Man Lives, and then at the bottom it says Pope Lick Kentucky. Um, so Pope Lick is a section of um, the Floyd's Fork Creek in the Fisherville area of Louisville. And uh, the story is that the public monster is a goat man that lives on or under a train trestle that runs over the creek. It's a real place. You can, well, you can go there. You mayn't go there. Like mayn't. A, yeah, you shouldn't, you shouldn't go. You, 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 we you. had a story not too long ago of someone who died yeah, because yeah. they got hit um, by a train yeah, because someone, they were looking for the public monster. I want to say 2016, 2017, most recently somebody died looking for the public monster. Yeah, yeah. Um, It's really dangerous. It is against the law. Do not do it. It is a popular spot for what they call uh, legend tripping, people looking for... Um, or do it if you feel like it. You know, it's whatever. I feel like when you say, like, make it sound like you can't do it, everybody's like, yeah, I gotta well, do it yeah. now. I'm like, yeah. nah, it's not that cool, I swear. No, nah. legally, I believe we should tell people not to do it. <laughs> well, <laughs> Andrea. I, I, I'm telling you. Oh, yeah, because the people we cover on the news always are abiding by our laws. Yeah. Uh, the you know point what? is, Benito knows this stuff, and if he's saying, stay away from it. Yeah, I trust it, you. It, it is against the law. It is against the law. But because it's um, it's very dangerous, train travel, it's way off the ground. And the story is, basically that there's a goat man he's got various different origins where it's either he was a farmer who was sacrificing goats to satan and then he was resurrected as a goat oh, wow. man or he was a goat man in a circus and the circus train crashed off the the trestle and then he, he escaped in, into the woods and he's been there um or you know the good old-fashioned way yeah 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 <laughs> um i don't see why it can't be both I yeah like no the, i love that um uh, yeah. i i actually i did a comic um based on the story of the public monster where the idea is both. So he's, he's the farmer who's reincarnated as the goat man. Then he ends up in the circus. circus. Then he escapes the circus. Yeah. And so, yeah, I like that better. Yeah. Um, so he's, you know, he's like described, he's got wide set goat eyes and uh, broad white face, short, sharp horns, uh, long greasy hair and obviously goat legs. Obviously, what else would you? <laughs> obviously, uh, and um, so so depending on um, depending on the version of the story, he might use uh, hypnosis, mm-hmm. or he might change his voice to sound like a, a child or someone that you know to lure victims out onto the train tracks on the trust. Just like Pennywise. That's way creepier the child's yeah. voice. Yeah. Um, or in some versions, if you're driving underneath, he would jump off the trestle onto your car. Or sometimes he's got a giant axe, and I don't know. I feel like <laughs> that goes, that's not on. That's, I mean, on to be fair, hypnosis and vocal mimicry are not really on theme with a goat monster. But I mean, an is axe, anything? I, yeah, well, goats I make interesting noises he, with their voices already. He makes his own kind rules. Of, yeah, but yeah, I feel like the axe might not be canon. Yeah, but um, <laughs> so anyway, yeah, that's that's the, basically the idea. There was a movie in. Uh, 1980, like, you know, it was like a student movie or something, but um, like the 80s, I want to say 1988, called The Legend of the Public Monster. It used to be on YouTube. I ha- it wasn't there last time a I cult looked. cult classic. But, yeah. But it, it tells the story. And the basic idea is uh, you get lured out onto the trestle, which is 
I don't know, 50 feet off the ground maybe. And uh, you get frozen and you either get hit by the train or oh you, you jump off or you fall off. And either anyway, it ends up with the goat man eating your intestines probably. Wow. Now, so, so the people who have, um, who have died, do you think that was just an accident or do you think the goat man was involved? <laughs> um, I suspect it has to do with the fact that once you get out onto that trestle, you can't beat the train. Like it's, it's, a, long, it's a long gap from um, where you can get down uh, one area where you can get down to so the there's other. So there's no, yeah, no way to safely get off the train. Yeah, Here's the exactly. thing. You can convince yourself of anything when, you know what I mean? Like even, you never know. Mm. I, I can convince myself of anything. That I believe. <laughs> I've rewritten my history many times in my head. But it's like, if you hear anything, you're like, oh my gosh, that's him. You that's, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so you can totally see how someone, whether he's there or not. Somebody freaks out and falls. Next thing you know, they're falling off a trestle. Oh my or, gosh! Yeah. They see I, these bright lights coming go towards now. them. But it turns out it's a train. <laughs> Dang it! Or I want the shirt. Yeah. Maybe I'll just settle for I the shirt. I think the shirt might be good. I, I feel like if you're news media, you could probably work out a <laughs> license to go out there and for some something. reason, like a story or something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. If it were Halloween and it was thematically appropriate, you could probably. What? What a what a novel thought. <laughs> <laughs> Journalism. How does it work? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, so the, those are the two biggies. Yeah, I think those are the two most famous ones, probably. But um, there's lot. There's plenty of others. There's way. Oh, there's I'm way more than I hear some of the I, lesser I think, known. I think there's way more than we have time for. <laughs> I want. I want to know the ones that are near and dear to your heart, um, like your just your your favorites. Well, okay. So a lot of these. Um, one okay. One that I like because I think it's the first kind of one that I heard of from Kentucky. Um, I don't have, you know, a whole big story about it, but it is more of an, what we would call an authentic cryptid because it's one people actually have cited and there's been reports of, whereas Poplik Monster is much more of a pure urban legend where it's right. just, it's just like a creepy story and, you know, you, to warn kids from going out to the trust mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, the first one I heard of was called Barilla. Barilla. Um, it, uh. I like the and, name. And, yes, and my reaction to the name is generally leave it to Kentucky to be the state that has a cryptid named after two animals that it is not. Right, like bear and Godzilla. No, so it's a bear. It's supposed to be a gorilla, a bear and a gorilla. I got you. But it's a werewolf. I thought Godzilla too, but yeah. so um, it's a werewolf. It's a what? yeah. So um, so yeah, I wanted to, I a, a few years ago I wanted to make like some shirts, you know. Uh, with Kentucky cryptids on them. And the one, the idea I had for Bearilla was it would have the picture of, you know, Bearilla on there. And then it would say half bear, half gorilla, all wolf. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> for people who don't know, let's identify what a cryptid is. I was going to say, I, yeah. I think oh, yeah, we yeah. need to do that. I, yeah. I've heard that word, but I'm not totally clear. I think I know that. Yeah. Um, so cryptids are basically, um, well, you know, an average person would think of them as monsters, but technically you know, from people who take them very seriously, and there are those people, the idea is that they are undiscovered species, which would include things like uh, Bigfoot. and Mothman. Mothman, Mothman, monster. And so they're typically ones that people would have had sightings of, right? So it's not just like a a ghost story, but rather there's some, you know, grainy Sasquatch footage of an animal, like, waving his arms. So does this mean that there's maybe a colony of them, or could there just be one? Well, theoretically, yeah, I mean, for a species to continue, there has to be more like than a, one. Mean, a minimum species, uh, minimum population. But yeah, for um, the um, for from the most... what I know, uh, barillas can just resurrect themselves. Yeah, sure, why not? Well, and so that's the <laughs> I'm other just thing. Kidding. Kentucky recently had CryptidCon here. Yeah, 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was at the same place that um, Lexicon, the board gaming convention that I go to, the same hotel. Yeah. Nice. And was, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, they do, and they have, you know, experts and people who have um, experts. filmed it. Yeah. You know. People. I want to go to Pe- this. No, it was people flew in from all over the country. We were looking yeah. at the license plates. There was like New Jersey, Why California. Why didn't you invite people, me? Because we didn't know what was happening until we literally saw it, and we we saw the sign that said "Welcome CryptidCon." Guess I, what? I was probably doing nothing. No, I, you I can believe. You call me at last yeah. minute's notice. I'm I not. I believe you had nothing cool. going on, but that doesn't change the fact that you know it was Sunday and the. the Show was wrapping fair up. Fair enough, fair enough. We can move on. Sorry, so yeah, no. Barilla. Barilla, yeah. So, I mean, I don't have a whole thing about it, but like, it's also, some people... Where, where was Barilla? Um, some people call it the Gateway Werewolf also, because it, they can, it's been sighted in the Gateway region between the Bluegrass and Appalachia, so... Okay. Um, the sightings go back to 1944 on that one, so um, it's not the only werewolf in Kentucky, actually. A much more recent... One is what they call the Wadi Werewolf, which okay. you can yeah. probably guess is in Wadi. Um, where, where, where Wadi and Paytona? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> One of my the favorite Wadi exits. Paytona. Oh, yeah. my gosh, yes. Right um, up there with Sharky Farmers. Even specifically the road. Apparently sightings on uh, Ditto Road in Wadi. Um, and sp- 2012 is when we're talking about like Pretty people recent. people were reporting uh, goats, sheep, and cattle being mutilated by what they claimed was the Wadi Werewolf. Um, but one going even farther back, another... One last werewolf that's even better because it's also the ghost of a werewolf. Ooh, so that's the thing. You know, <laughs> ghosts are always just humans, and it's like, well, shouldn't everything else have a ghost too? Shouldn't there be like yeah. a ghost cow there should, or a ghost? Yes. Should be a werewolf ghost, yeah. All right, I like um, that. And it's the beast of the land between the lakes. And so oh. um, it's described as a gigantic half man, half wolf with two, walking on two legs, five fingered human hands with giant claws, and it smells really bad. Mm, yes. um, which is true of a number of these creatures. You can tell them by their horrible stench. But uh, it's supposed to be over seven feet tall, uh, glowing eyes. But the story is that it is the ghost of a Native American shapeshifter who changed into a wolf man and then got killed. <laughs> Sorry, I'm knocking the thing over here. I'm too busy. I I'm, thought maybe he rolling. like died halfway through the transition. Or so, Yeah, sure. Why not? Well, I mean... There well, was... I just updated the, the myth. <laughs> there, I mean... There's... Not myth. The... The lore. Yeah, all right. No, I, I like that. And that, that, you know, you see a lot of, uh, in Native American mythology, there is like some lycanthropy. Yeah, sure. Skinwalkers and yeah. such. Yeah, that, Def- that was definitely. the term. Okay, let's, I'm going to do a new theme. What do you think is the most believable? Ooh, um, well, like, none. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is none. Um, like, uh. Like I enjoy all these stories, and do you I, believe in any of no, them? I d- well, here's here's the way I approach these kind of things. Uh, I do not believe they are literally true. Uh-huh. Um, I don't. I um I don't think that means they don't still have some kind of value, right? Um, ghosts, especially, I feel like you can find a lot of um, emotional truth at the core mm-hmm. of ghost stories. That, um, well, to me, things um things like the literal truth of ghosts and such is often the least interesting thing oh, ab- about them. And so um, I'm definitely more interested in the emotional truth of these kind of stories. And so, like, um, and, and to, to the point where, like, metaphors have such power and at, at, to us as humans that I feel like there's not much distinction between something that's emotionally true and literally true. Like, the, it almost doesn't matter. Perception um, is reality. Yeah, for sure. And so, like, while I do not literally believe in any of these things, I, I don't think that there's a werewolf. I don't think there's a pig monster in Harrington Lake, um, which is another one we can talk about if you want, but, um, and I don't really believe in ghosts or anything like that, um, in a literal sense, 
um, that doesn't mean I don't still find uh, power. Merit and, 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 and power. Merit in yeah. those things. Yeah. This is yeah. literally me and pro wrestling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's not it's, real, but it's, 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 I can It's real. Be, yeah. It's, there you go. It's go, it's ghost kayfabe. There you go. <laughs> ghost kayfabe. Yeah. And, but there's also a difference between, because a lot of the people, like you, you love these things. Yeah. You, you love these stories. Um, I'm a big fan of them. There are other people who love them, at, at, like some of the people at Crypticon, Crypticon, they believe. Oh, for sure. And, I mean, to and, them, this is real. Yeah, and also, because of that, I don't want to feel like I'm, I don't want to feel like I'm making fun of anybody. Yeah. You I don't mean, seem you, like that at are, all. These, these are the kind of things that some people take very seriously, and they put a lot of stock in it, and they put a lot of their, they invest a lot of their personal their identity is their identity and I have talked it. about yeah. this we're like if you're passionate about something I don't care what it is and I won't judge you for it I appreciate yeah. passion yeah sure um uh yeah and so I, I I think these are great and you know again well I don't I don't think that there's um I don't literally believe in the hillbilly beast for example um, oh let's go <laughs> oh, okay yeah let's go for the whether you believe it or not is irrelevant at this point yeah, let's right. go it, hillbilly yeah, beast yeah exactly so that um the hillbilly beast is um it's a sasquatch like creature it's basically a kentucky sasquatch but apparently according to what i was reading some there are sightings going back to dale boone times on that one um i don't know if that's true but uh foothills of eastern kentucky huge and hairy smells bad glides when it runs has glowing yellow eyes and a ferocious howl i love it there was an episode of uh monster quest on the history channel where they searched for the history for the hillbilly beasts you know who else glides when they walk ivanka trump all right, we're going to stay I mean, away from yeah, well, and, and I'm not making a political statement. I'm yeah. just saying she glides. Oh, so yeah. I'm going Very to nice. picture the hillbilly beast gliding, gliding. in an Ivanka Trump-like fashion. Yeah. That is a compliment. Oh, I, I, I couldn't tell. I didn't know. No, I didn't I'm know if you're, serious. Oh, you're saying the beast no. must have a very... What would I walk. think of that? That's what, who I think yeah. of. Because I remember that she gave that speech at the RNC, at the, yeah, the RNC where her hair was literally blowing in the wind. And I was just like, <laughs> what does she bring these people where, where was the hillbilly beast spotted? Um, just Eastern Kentucky. Just I don't Eastern have Kentucky. anything more specific. Some of these things so. aren't as specifically um, regional. Okay. Right. Yeah. But, um, yeah, a lot of, a lot of the monsters are, uh, you know, Appalachian and, and there's a lot of overlap with kind of generally Appalachian creatures. So like not specific to Kentucky, but, uh, devil monkeys r- kind of run oh. the Appalachian mountain. I'm guessing the idea too, is that there's just a lot of unexplored territory, just a lot of yeah. woods and hills and there sure. could be anything living up. In yeah, there. exactly. And, uh, the sheep squatch, that's really more of a West Ooh. Virginia thing. But, um, but you know, the border area of Kentucky, West Virginia, we get sheep squatch stories. I love today. Okay, well, I'll tell you what. We're going to um, pause this, and we're gonna, uh, you'll get to hear about the Harrington pig monster. Yeah. And um, more about devil monkeys when we come back next week for part oh two. Oh, my gosh. Let's split this in two. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll be right back. So there you go. That's part one. And uh, like I said, we will continue that conversation next week. So uh, Andrea told me that her favorite thing this week is the uh, UK Women's Basketball Clinic that's going on. Uh, if you're listening to this on Friday, I think that's happening Sunday. She's um, excited for it. I don't know if she's actually going, but they had a pair of pink Nike tennis shoes that she <laughs> wants to try to win. So we'll see if that worked out for her. My favorite thing this week, pretty simple. Uh, the wife and I went to go see Phil Collins on Wednesday, and we had a really good time. He um, still has a great voice and was able to just put on a good show. Um, So that was uh, the exciting thing that we did. So again, pretty short episode this week, but uh, next week we get into it a little bit longer and uh, some really interesting stories and including a well-known ghost in Lexington that I did not know was a thing. 
but apparently Andrea did, so you can be sure to check that around or listen for that next time. All right, everybody. Bye.